4: What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for listening to this replay of the Isaiah McKenzie happy hour, the former Buffalo Bills slot receiver slash face of the franchise slash little dirty. However you want to remember Isaiah, he was phenomenal. We get into everything from his exit from the Bills, how that went down with general manager Brandon Bean didn't necessarily sit well with Isaiah, but he gets into it. In full detail, the Indianapolis Colts. Now he's a leader in that wide receiver room. We obviously touch on that, but a lot of bills focus on how the season ended against Cincinnati. What does Isaiah think went wrong in that game? What's up with Stephon Diggs, his old buddy on the team? Is he genuinely unhappy? Is it cause for concern? Isaiah McKenzie touches on that. It, it kind of meanders all over the place with the subscribers who were able to make this happy hour. So thank you to those who hung out with us. And everybody out there, if you'd like to join a current player, a former player, you tell me who you want in these happy hours and I'll do everything I can to make it happen. Uh, you can always subscribe to Go Along. They're occasionally open to our paid subscribers. And every single happy hour is always available to our VIP subscribers. Uh, so you can just follow that link, join, get a Go Along hoodie, signed copy of Blood and Guts. Greatly, greatly appreciate all of your support. Thank you, everybody, for reading our Kevin Cobb series. that's up at golongtd.com and reading everything, listening to everything. Um, so appreciative. All right, here is Isaiah McKenzie. He was a hell of a lot of fun. I uh, hope you enjoy it and never hesitate to reach out. Golongtd at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. I mean, is it strange, though, like just start there, Isaiah, because you've been really the heart and soul of the team in a lot of ways on the field, but mostly off the field, whether it's the, you know, the singing in the locker room that the show was such a riot with you. Everybody got to get a sense of your infectious personality there. But I mean, a little dirty face of the friend. It's hard for people, I think, to kind of wrap their minds around Isaiah McKenzie playing for another team. I know uh Ella and Sonny took it took it hard. I think a lot of the kids at these shows, they they took it hard, Isaiah. But um was it was it hard for you? Like really, I mean, because you've you've been there here in Buffalo from the start, you know, 2018, the six and ten year. Um mm-hmm. it it's it's strange to see you playing for another team. Yeah, it feels I
5: mean, it feels feels weird. You know, what I'm saying? I feel like I'm like by myself, you know, I, like and when I was in Buffalo, I was like, um you know, I'm with the guys and, you know, I felt like home, but like now I feel like I'm just, I'm spending nights at somebody's house, you know, <laughs> and, um, that's how it feels in Indy. And, uh, but don't get me wrong, those guys in Indy, they're pretty cool and I'm getting to learn the guys, the system, the way, you know, they move around the building and things like that. And I've been hanging out with some of the guys, in, you know, off the field and they're pretty cool, but you know, we you've been a part of Buffalo for so long and there from the rough times till now, all the good times, it, it is kind of different. It is, it is different for me to just, like, say I don't care about Buffalo because I do. I got much love for Buffalo, the team, organization, fans. And now I just got to, you know, take my talents and, you know, personality somewhere else. And I guess it's just a new start for me. But, you know, I'm always happy for Buffalo no matter what. You know, but it is, you know, it is uh, pretty
4: sweet. You know, because you said if you won the Super Bowl, you're hanging them up. Retirement yeah. didn't cross your mind at all, did it? Like, it, was that an option?
5: No, it didn't cross my mind. I, I was like, it didn't cross my mind. I was just sorry, that was Um Oh, hey. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it didn't cross my mind. It was just more of like, okay, what what's next? You know, where, am, where am I going to go next? And um, I was like, you know, regardless of what, where i'm at i just had to make the best of the opportunity i knew i was going to take a one-year deal and you know go from there and see what i do from there who knows maybe i take this one year deal and i'm back in buffalo who knows but
4: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean chris kind of got the got the party started you know at the right spot there but like what was the process like so the season ends and we'll probably talk about that game too but just was there a conversation with the bills did you get us get the sense like early on okay they're going in a different direction here like when, when did they what did they kind of say to you after the year down those lines
5: um well really nothing it was more of they talking to my agent and um my agent was informing me on what they said about said about me in the combine it's like hey we want the guy here you know you know he's a he's a glue guy he's got a locker room he doesn't you know he's been productive for these past few years and stuff like that so and in my eyes I was like, okay well I'm, okay, but I guess I'm standing in Buffalo, and I had a few year deal, so I was like, okay, and then March 15th was like the, the deadline for, you know, the next, the, the, what what is it, the season? What is it what is this again?
4: Yeah, the new league year.
5: new league year. And probably like late February, beginning of March, that's when my agent started calling me a little more, like, okay, well, hey, look, Buffalo City community, there's nothing to talk about. And towards the middle, probably like March 10th and things like that, then I saw the uh, the signing with uh, Dante Dante Hardy, Dante Hardy, and I saw that signing and I, and I was like, I really I was I, I didn't want to say the words but I was like, what the and I'm like, so what does that mean for me? I kind of like we just kind of we're similar. And at when I saw that, I was mad. I was I think I was, I forgot where I was, but I was pissed. Like I was livid. So I called my agent. I was like, look. They just made this move and I'm I'm assuming like, you know, that's my time's up. So I said, hey, listen, just call them and ask them what the deal is. Like what what is this about? And so he gave me He did make a call and you know, they said, hey, look, you know, which is basically they put a different direction. And I was like, okay, well, cool. And then uh Bean was trying to trade me. And um um he said, hey, before I cut you, I'm gonna try to trade you and things like that. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, whatever you can do you know, basically talking to my agent and then, um, you know, Brian David was at the Giants, So I guess he was trying to get something done over there or, you know, somewhere else. I don't know. But other than that, it wasn't no, it wasn't. I, like, I hated him for it. It was more okay, well, well, this is what you said at the combine. And then this pops up. Now I'm like, Whoa, what, what was that? Like, where did that come from? Like you couldn't inform me. And then I could have just like, okay, well, you know, but, at the end of the day it's no there's no hate you know it's like it is what it is you know it's a business at the end of the day and I get it you know some things are going to happen that I can't control or I won't even know about until it happens so it's like it is what it is you know
4: but you know you're not a first year player on the fringes of the roster you've you've been there since 18 I don't know I, I get I'm Obviously, I skew player, pretty pr- player friendly here. I, I feel like if anybody deserves authenticity and honesty in such a delicate part of the, the NFL calendar, right? When your future's up in the air, every a lot of guys' future's up there, the air. But if anybody deserves to be shot straight, it's Isaiah McKenzie. So I can see why you'd be pissed when you're hearing one thing and, yeah, and actions and like, reflect another.
5: Yeah, like you said, it was, yeah, I, I should be shot straight because I shot with them straight. Like, hey, look, like don't get me wrong like everything they did for me and what i can give to them these past what five what five years five years was you know was good i i told my um i was talking to somebody i was like look it was fair fun and fulfilling for me you know being a buffalo and when i mean fair i'm talking about you know they gave me a fair shot you know to be the returner to give me a fair shot to be a slide receiver there to give me a, it was just it was it was straightforward with me though throughout the whole thing, my years there, and it was fun just being with the guys, winning football games, and hanging out. You know, part of the organization, fan base, and things like that. And then fulfilling because I was in one spot for you know for a while, and it's it's not it's not a lot of guys that can say they were in the league on you know and on one team for a long you know a long time. And I felt like you know that was very fulfilling for me because at any point I could have been bounced around, you know. You know, going off of when I got drafted or my rookie year wasn't that good. And I, you know, I found found a team that, you know, stuck with me throughout the whole time. But, you know, at that point, like you said, like it, this offseason, like I'm thinking, okay, well, whatever happens, happens, and I'm going to deal with it. And I was, and I would think like, hey, look, I've been honest with you guys. I've been straightforward with you guys. I've been respecting you guys' decisions. I never, you know, gave, never gave you no pushback, never just like, you know, you know, I try to do everything the best way I can, as professional as I can. And I feel like this offseason, it was – yeah, they were honest about, hey, he's a glue guy. They want to be right. – they probably did want to be – whatever, you know. You know, you probably had a meeting after that. It's like, oh, look, you know, maybe we should go somewhere else with this. You know, this is not working with Isaiah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, just to let me know that. And then, okay, it is what it is. But other than that, like, I'm not – it's not really – big deal to me like it happened but it is some, you know a sense of like okay look I should be shot straight like you said I should be shot straight because I shoot with them straight and these past few years I've been giving them nothing but you know they're, they're raw me and you know so
4: perfectly said I mean and, and Hardy, he's a really good player so I get teams challenging themselves to tr- try to get better at certain spots I get
5: that I, and I know he's but it's I, I know he's a really good player because I watched him. But I didn't understand, I I really didn't understand what got me, right? What got what got me was when I started, and, and he's he's younger, I think he's like 25, 26. So I mean they got they probably had something to do, but when I seen
3: two years for 13 million dollars, I'm like, whoa. It was a yeah, yeah. Agent did a good job like, there. What's the
4: like, New York native there?
3: I'm like, whoa! I'm sitting here. I'm
5: taking pennies. Like, I, I'm taking like the bare minimum. And so, I, and me being the like person I am, like I don't really talk about people people's money. I don't care about people's money. I worry about my own. But when that happened, I'm like, okay, let me do some research. All right, so I'm going. I'm go going looking at stats. And I'm going to like okay he's a great, he's a great returner or whatnot I probably returned only one season and things like that and then I go to receiver stats and I'm like okay well had yeah, one good season and I and I look at my season I'm, I look at my career I'm like I've been productive every year um and my whole career I got 17 touchdowns now I don't know what he has but I know he doesn't have 17 and I know he hasn't I've shown you guys that I can do. You know I can score touchdowns, I can make plays and whatnot. And and I don't know what he, you know, what he did, but like I said, he's a good player, he's a good returner and whatnot. And I've watched some more film great. I don't know what type of guy he is, but from what I see, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do well. You know what I'm saying? But it was just more of like looking at me and looking at him, I'm like, well what's the you know, what's what's really the difference. You know what I'm saying? Why why we gotta go somewhere else when I'm right here. You know, and that's when that's where kind of like, okay, well Right. Well, I guess my time's up. And, and that was kind of like, kind of hard, uh, kind of like a little heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Like I see like, okay, well I can understand the age. Like I can understand, I don't know, you want to go a different route, but the amount of money you gave him, I, yeah, shit. Let me get something or
4: something.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, so, we talked
4: a lot about it on the show too. And I, I promise I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. I know folks are gonna have some questions here, but you know, a lot a lot changed on offense, you know, new coordinator, some different personnel, but it seemed like you were an easy target, an easy scapegoat. Like, did you, did you feel that way? Like it seemed you know, well, a drop here, drop there. But as you kind of pointed out on the show, like you were open a lot. I guess my question would be, how, how do you think you did in, in the slot yourself when you look back at this past season?
5: In the slot. Okay. To completely honest. You know, I, always say if I would disagree myself you know, it'd probably be, I'll give it a C plus maybe, right? And and that being said, only because like, okay, well, yes, I've been in the system for a while, but being a starter and, being, you, know, you know, trying to be as consistent as possible and things like that, and getting, you know, just used to being there every single play and doing my job like at a high level every single play, just, you know, I wouldn't say I was the most consistent. No, was I the most consistent? No. But I feel like that year would have helped me for next year, just under my belt. Like, okay, now I know as a starter, you know, and I, don't get me wrong, I made a couple plays because in the beginning of the first five games of the season, um, I was I felt like I was doing well. You know what I'm saying? I was scoring a, a touchdown a game almost. And then
4: getting a concussion.
5: Got a concussion. When <laughs> I got the concussion, you know what I'm saying? I came back the Chiefs game. I probably shouldn't have came back that game. I probably should have t- off and that was a bad game for me, and I admit it, 100. And I also just felt like you know it wasn't the same offense from when Beasley was there when I was there. You know, it was more Isaiah take the top off, take the top off, be a decoy. We'll get you, you know, we'll get you, get it, get you in where you, you fit. And I, and I was like, okay, well, that ain't really working for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just clearing the top. I'm just taking the top off for Gabe. Or you know what I'm saying? Every now and then you'll throw throw a ball deep here and there, but I'm not really getting this ball like Cole Beasley was. You know, I'm not really running the option routes. I'm not really running the return routes. I'm not really running read routes. I'm not really running the plays that you guys had for Cole Beasley. And I and I, and I understand, yeah, we're probably two different guys. You know what I'm saying? Cole is quick, you know, very lateral and things like that, and I'm more vertical and all that stuff. But I felt like I could do those things, but I never, never got the opportunity. I probably got a chance here and there, but it was just like, okay, well, you know, that ain't enough. You know, because, you know, you just got to let your guy go through, the, you know, their hiccups. And I feel like for me, um, like I said, it would be a C plus, but I wasn't the most consistent, but I feel like as things went on, I would get better, you know? And as, you know, if we were to call the plays a little differently and not try to take shots every single time or try to clear it out for me and try to get me, you know, give me the ball different ways, you know what I'm saying? Underneath, over the top, behind, in the back, like. It works. Like if it, it's it, it works the in years past, you know? Like, but you know, I can't say it's it's Buffalo's fault, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, some of his some of his mind, some of his play calls, some of it's a little bit of everybody's, you know, but I feel like i I was a guy that was gonna get you know, bounced around, if anything, like you said, scapegoat, like, you know, they felt like, oh, I can do this and he's going to accept it because that's the type of guy I am. I'm going to accept, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, you're going to pinch me? Okay, I got to accept that. Or you're going to not play me this game? Okay, I got to accept that. Okay, you want me to go out there and do this? Okay, I got to accept that. Like, it's just, I've been accepting, you know, whatever they tell me to do and they felt like, okay, well, look, he won't mind, so let's just get him out of here. You know, so don't you
3: understand
4: what playing wide receiver entails? I say you need to demand the ball ten times a game, like Sammy Watkins did once upon a time. You gotta, you gotta have a little diva sprinkled in there, a little.
5: Yeah, I feel like hey, that's not me. You know, I'm not the diva type. I'm not the type to say, hey, you know, what I'm saying I'm better than this person. And like I just do my job, and then like whatever they see or whatever they don't see, and it's like, okay, well, do what you want with it. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and. You know, try to beg you to give me more money, or beg you to give me the ball, beg you to, you know, start running these type of plays, or beg you to—I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm not really a beggar. It's just I'm gonna do what yeah. it is and whatever.
4: Because you took but a I lot think- less money to stay last year, and you touched yes. on it a little bit last year. What it was substantial, I'm guessing, to stay in Buffalo with that two-year deal this this time last year.
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was that last year and the year before that. You know what I'm right. saying? And the year before that. So I really – but that's what I'm saying. I just had so much loyalty to Buffalo, and, uh,
4: you know, I just – you know, it it didn't work out. No, I, I – The two offenses – like, it's so true, though. It just seemed like Dable's offense, it was, I mean, rhythmic, a lot of stuff underneath, one play setting up the next play – it felt like you know you're taking you're taking your layups and you're in, the play calling was just so spot on, but that slot position was so central to like the passing game basically being the running game in a lot of ways, and it just wasn't there this past year. So you're, like you just weren't even asked to run those option routes. You said no. um, it just really wasn't called.
5: No, when we when when they did run them, it was more Steph, and I was like, okay, well, all right. So I, like, and that and that and that was the thing. It was more of like, okay. I'm stepping in this role, this slot role. Am I gonna get like everything that the slot gets? Or are you gonna move me here and like move somebody to the slot and let them do it or whatnot. And it was like, okay, well, they, and I saw what happened. Like they I put Steph at the slot and let him run the option routes at like, number three, really him run option routes. I said, yeah, you go, you go clear it out with speed and then like every, you know, and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna just, just do my job you know,
6: and get it when
4: I can and whatever. So, you know. Anybody has any questions, please. Yeah, I was gonna, I
6: was gonna say, um, Isaiah, yeah, thanks for doing this. Um, You know, it's great, uh, you know, doing the show during the season with Ty. And I just also wanted to say that, yeah, I think, Obviously, you're a great team player. You touched on that, whether it was, you know, running over the middle or returning punts or running it or throwing it or playing cornerback at the end of a game or something. Yeah. So um, I just want to, as a Bills fan, I just wanted to say thank you for, uh, for, you know, and, and you've mentioned it before, you basically had the longest tenure with Josh too, you know, going back to 2018. So uh-huh. um, just want to say thank you. And um, I guess one question I had is you know, the whole kind of wide receiver core, you know, it was like Gabe and, you know, he had the ankle and, you know, you had the concussion. You guys were fighting through a lot of things. And then Josh, you know, hurt his arm in that uh, Jets game. Did you, did you kind of see maybe a difference after the Jets game with Josh and recovering from his arm? I mean, you know, the NFL, the windows are so tight, you know, with you guys getting open and, Josh having to fit it in you know any any quarterback in the n f l having to fit it into a tight window did you notice anything like maybe second half of the season where it was a little bit harder for josh to to find you um maybe because of the arm or or different you know in the offensive line obviously had issues as well but uh but yeah i guess that'd be my question but yeah, thanks so much for uh for all you did as a bill
5: I appreciate it brother um as far as josh um I didn't see no different, you know, he was, he was throwing the ball and he was just, you know, doing his job. I don't think, I don't think it was, I don't know. I don't, to be honest, he didn't say anything about the elbow. Like we we understand what happened, but like he didn't complain. He just went out there and played football. He's a tough guy. You know, Josh is tough. Love Josh and things like that. He was just, you know, doing what he could. And um, I don't know. That's that's hard because there's a lot of things. I'm saying whether it's play calling, wrong routes, drop footballs, not running the ball, you know, Josh, you know, making mistakes or anybody, you know, you know, sorry, stuff happens, you know, and and I feel like these past few seasons with Buffalo, like things just happen, you know, whether it's 13 seconds, losing the (laughs) AFC championship corner, it's the Bengals, and it's snowing. It's fucking, it's terrible. And like, losing to the Jags in 2000, what, what was it 2020? Was that 2020? 20? I think it 20, was 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. 21, 21. Losing to, like, you know, it's any given Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. And But at the same time, like, being, with, being in Buffalo and playing with them, and like,
3: I could, I would have put my whole
5: a little bit of salary I did have that we were eventually going to win the Super Bowl one of these years. And I was, that's how, but that's why I was so loyal to Buffalo because I knew, you know what I'm saying? i saying, first of all, I've grown with them and it's a great chance, like an amazing chance that Buffalo can go to the Super Bowl. And I, and I can, and I, and I, I, I even think they even have a chance this year again. You know and i feel like they're gonna keep having the chance because beans done a great job mcdermott of getting the right guys in and things like that so i always think like buffalo from you know for the next probably four or five years will will have a chance you know or years to come so you know and hopefully not even hopefully no nah, you know hope i wouldn't say i can't say that because i play for the Colts. It's like, hopefully, I'll see him in the Super Bowl, but I won't see him as
4: well. you will be in the playoffs. All right, but that was, a, that was probably a bad comment. I, I know uh, D- Dustin has a question here. You mentioned the Bengals game. What the hell happened? I, I was talking to Taiwan Jones a little bit after. He's like, man, we had the deer in the headlight look. And obviously, you guys went through so much as a team. You can't overlook you know, they- a teammate's heart stopping, but he just said it was a different vibe. It, 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 nobody was... Just nobody could just wake up and get going that day.
5: I tell you, I tell you this: that snow had a lot to do with it. And the reason being, because we had, like, come on, let's be real. We we all know Buffalo. Our run game wasn't the best run game. Like, like our run game was passes underneath, and let's let's get Cole Beasley or me, whatever, five yards, ten yards, and let's let's work with that, right? And then hey, we'll hand the secretary every now and then, make a big run and whatnot, but. You know, we didn't have a run game. The snow was a big deal because we passed the ball. We throw the ball. Like, no way, like you you turn on any Buffalo game and this ball has been put in the air 45, 50 times a game. And that's just what that's just what Buffalo did. So going into that game, it was like the only reason I can agree with uh Taiwan is because like
3: we know we knew what we did best. We throw the ball. Josh has to throw this ball,
5: receiver has to run these routes. Like that's what we did. So when it started snoring on the ground, and like and it and it kept snoring, it was like, okay, this is the best game. And everybody says, Oh, the Bengals, you know, the Bengals caught the ball. They ran, they, you know, Joe Burrow threw the ball just fine. The receivers caught the ball just fine. Right? But Joe Burrow and Josh are two different type of guys, you know what I'm saying? Josh has a, a cannon, and that's how he throws the football. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Josh a touch every now and then, but Josh wants to sling, the, sling the football. And that was kind of tough for him. You know what I'm saying? Getting getting the balls in the right spots. And, you know, he was getting open because of the, the routes we run and the Bengals ran basic routes. Maybe we should have did that. You know, ran basic routes, like out routes, go balls, you know, instead of running routes that, you know, you have to be going lateral or coming back to the football or turning, running curls and things like that. But, um, that snow had a lot to do with it. And if we were in a Dome, it would have been a totally different game. Over was the, like the first Bengals game it would have been a totally different game. Right? But once we got down 14, I everybody kind of like, it's like, uh, ah.
4: Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy, though? I mean, you live in western New York. There's snowstorms all the time. You think. You know the roster and the game plan. Everything would be built through the lens of we've got to win in that kind of atmosphere. We live in Buffalo for crying out loud. It's gonna happen. You're gonna to have to yeah. win in the cold and the snow. Yeah. Well, I, hey, yeah.
3: hey, We gotta find a way.
5: McDermott says all the time, find a way. And I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't. I can't tell you what that way is at this point because I've been in every which way possible, and I and we, you know, Buffalo, you know, we always fell short. You know, whether it's like I said, thirteen seconds, losing the AFC Championship, is like finding a way. Yeah, we find a way to get to those games. So, hey.
4: Punt, get two defensive stops in the fourth, and you're all good. Sorry, yeah. I'm laying. I, I shouldn't lay that trap. You, you you don't play for the Bills anymore. You can you can yeah. let loose if you if you didn't like those decisions, right? <laughs> To be honest, I don't remember. Okay. The concussion got me. Oh, uh... <laughs> well, I just no, didn't. I, I, just I didn't get it. I mean, he. They, I mean, to, to Sean's credit, he was aggressive in the regular season in those situations.
5: Yeah, yeah. He
4: really was, but then I just don't get it in the playoffs when the Bengals aren't going to be stopped. You know, nope. The, the, you know, might have the number one defense during the regular season. Nobody was stopping Cincy that day. But to think you're going to get two defensive stops in the fourth quarter to punt on that fourth and two, I, I didn't, I didn't understand that.
5: You know, I'd say hey, this Buffalo defense has always been good. So, uh, you know, he's a defensive minded coach and with the guys he had on defense, he felt like he can do it with them and anybody would go with that defense. So you don't think so?
4: No. I mean, not that day. No, I mean, the Bengals were throwing, they were running, it, it, they were playing downhill. You just got to realize what game you're in.
5: They were having that way, their way. I mean, yeah. they, we, they're not going to always have, you know, I guess you're right. The defense ain't have the know. best. But you got another chance, another year.
4: I'm just saying, believe in your guys. Believe in your offense. Think positively. All right. Dustin, I'm sorry. You've been so patient. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> is a, a, good, a good buddy of mine. He, I'm sure he's bringing the heat here.
7: So, a three question fold here, Isaiah. So, Dustin,
4: we can't see you. Put your video on. Where I'm are you?
7: Like, it's like broke. My camera's Broke. I'm upside down. Oh, so, okay. I you know. Um, so, said, you, you, you get sent to the I heard what you he had to say about, you know, I did what I could do. It is what it is. I don't know. Hey, I beg to different a little bit. Um, so based on that experience, what kind of a, what kind of view do you have now on the kind of guy, the kind of general manager Brandon and Did he go about that the right way? Number one. Number two, Naheem Hines came over from Indy. Now you're going to Indy. Have you talked to him at all about what these like, and is it a little weird between the two? What's the relationship like between the two of you? And, um, and the last piece there is, in the playoffs, when you're looking at the Bengals, and supposedly there's this whole thing now between Jackson and Stefan Giggs, What's your view on that? Do you think there's is
5: it's just field, or do you think it's all competition? Uh to answer see your first question. Uh Bean, now nah, Bean's a great guy. Bean, Bean's awesome. You know I love being You know what I'm saying? Like, no hate, you know, for the situation that happened. You could could have been, you know, you know, uh, how would I say like control better? Like, hey, like just being straight up with me, of course. You know what I'm saying? But you know. You know, like I said, like you said, like, I know it's tough to say it is what it is, but it is what it is, you know, but it's no hate towards being or the Buffalo Bills. Like, I understand. And, you know, I just at this point, I just got to respect what they did instead of just dwell on it. Uh, Number two, Naeem Hines. Um, I, I didn't really talk to Naeem much in Buffalo. I mean, we did, you know, meetings and stuff like that, but I didn't really hang out with him much. Um, but he seemed like a great guy. And and from what, you know, when I was there with him, he was a great guy. Um, I didn't talk to him much about Indy, now that I'm here, but um I'm pretty sure when I see him, you know, what you know, whenever that is, when I see him or talk to him, he probably asks me how it is, I'll tell him how it's going and things like that. But for the most part, we haven't really communicated that much. And the last one was the Bengals game. Um, Stefan Diggs and uh, Josh, Steph is just a competitor. So you know he's gonna he, if he ain't getting the ball, he gonna ask for it. And things ain't going the right way. He gonna he's gonna check the situation, and you can't do nothing but respect him. Respect him for it. And as far as Josh, they're both you know big time competitors. They're both like one of the you know best guys in the league. You know Steph is top five in the league, and a receiver and and Josh's top five in the league and quarterback. So like with them two, it's more of like, they're both competitors. They're both, they both want to win, but Steph shows it more. Josh is more like, you know, more quiet about it until it's time to be vocal. But I feel like there's no tension between the two. It is what it is. But I feel like next season, they're just going to get back to
3: work and um, be the best of friends.
0: Do you think the, the majority of the offense likes Dorsey, or do you think you know they prefer Dable? Like, where where do you think people, you know, the team lies? And who would you say are you like your boys on offense, and who's like like your boys on defense that you like hang out with, like who you're who you're tight with? Um, I feel like everybody loves Dorsey. I love
5: Dorsey. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, and that that last year was it his best coaching year like you know a lot of, some people will say no some people will say hey look he's going to get better and for me I feel like hey he was doing you know what, what he what he was trying to do He was trying to win football games take shots and things like that like that's the way she plays football and like you got to respect it you know his, his style of coaching now will he learn from last season and grow from that and say hey look this, what, what should I get better at and is he going to get better at it I think so and you know Everything's going to work out for Doris. I love Doris, like I said. Um, Dor- um, Dable was a little different, you know, like he had some time with Josh where he, from 2018 till, uh two years ago, he had time with Josh and he understood what needed to be done, you know, when it came to – he understood the offense's weaknesses and strengths. And I felt like he used, he used those things and stats or whatever it may be, analytics, and he really applied it to the game. You know what I'm saying? For years, we didn't have a run game. So guess what? He threw the ball to Beasley, he gave me a jet sweep to make up for the run game we didn't have and things like that. And he didn't take many shots. He was like, hey, look, I'm going to give you to put the ball in my playmaker's hands, they're going to run for it and things like that. And Dorsey is more of like a shot guy. You know, he's going to take his shots. Dorsey loves his shots, you know, whether it's a drink or in the football field. He's going to take his shots, right? So, but you got to respect him for it, You got to love him for it. Like, that's Like, that's, that's his style of coaching. And, you know, it was... There was nothing wrong with it you know what i'm saying maybe he got, got us in trouble sometimes maybe it was a little too much but i feel like he can with those shot you know shot decisions he makes he probably next year he's probably gonna make less less you know choices like that and more to the short game and things like that so i feel like he's gonna grow from last year and he's gonna be a better coach this year than like than he was last year and um like i said i love Doris i love dave's you know two different solid coaches coaching but i feel like dave' is on the roll right now, you know, he understand he understands and uh, off my doors, we'll get to that level. And, you know, he's gonna, he's he's just gonna learn and grow. And it's probably the other question, my guys on offense and defense, I feel like, yeah, the whole locker room was my guys, you know, like, it was no, there was no like, hate for no one, there was no, I didn't, I talked to everyone in the locker room. I, like, I joked with everyone in the locker room. So it was, there was not a, there was not one guy I didn't, I didn't joke with or I didn't talk to, before, or, you know, just, you know, just shoot a shot with, you know, so I just feel like the whole locker room, you know, was my guys, and they're still my guys, you know, I got invited to the, the Micah High charity event, I didn't go, I really wanted to go, but, you know, I ended up staying home, but, you know, I feel like that would, that would have been awesome to hang around the guys and, you know, just having a little fun.
0: That's good to hear about Dorsey, you make me feel a lot better uh, about the upcoming season um your restaurant how, how involved are you in that like are you there like a lot of the times you're like like if I was to pop in like what are the odds that I would see you there like 50 50 25 percent I would say
3: yeah it might be 50 50
5: you might you know say it's a 50 50 chance because to be honest now I mean OTAs I don't I don't show up much I just show up for the weekend and I'm really here just for my fiance to hang out with her. She works in the restaurant every day, so you'll see her in, in there every day. And um, she's, you know, uh, they're busting her ass, doing everything she can for the restaurant. And um, and I just show up, I pop in every now and then, but I let her control it and then she'll come home and tell me everything about it. Um, but in the off season, I'm not going there from time. I go there from time to time. But um, now that I got her, I can just use her like, hey, look, I'm over there handle kind of that you know because and she's she's gonna really do it because she loves uh, for some reason she loves the restaurant she, like she loves it she loves like stuff that comes i hate stuff that comes with it like the bad stuff that comes with it she loves firing people hiring people like that's just her thing you know
4: <laughs> she loves fire people oh man but
5: she's also she's also a, a business manager so like this is like her thing like she wants to be Business, yeah. like this is a start. So I was just like, okay, well, anything dealing with the restaurant,
3: just go to her. I'm coming to
4: me. I can see, I can see her fiance doing that, like in the nicest way possible, because she's just got such a big heart. And how 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 is Kimberly doing? And how's the wedding planning going?
5: Uh, Kimberly's good. I mean, right now we're working on having the kids, so like there's a lot of practice going on there. You know, you know that's 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 a lot. Uh, of Oh, that's that's practice that like. I guess I can do forever. Like that A Good never, thing you didn't go
4: to Notre Dame, right? right yeah,
5: good thing I never did. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, so I don't, we're not really planning right now because like at any point, any day now, we're uh, we hoping that she's pregnant. I, I'm hoping she's pregnant. So that's what we're thinking. That's what we're thinking. So like, you know, so, but we got to still keep practicing, you know, like regardless, you know?
4: So that's, I mean, you have you you gotta try right well yeah. what's the what's the Michael Scott quote you know something about you only get so many shots if you don't miss I'd, i don't know maybe maybe Dan can help me out there, but yeah <laughs> yeah you have to you have to well, good luck, that's awesome, man. I didn't know that you uh were just kind of racing right into fatherhood. that's pretty incredible yeah,
5: yeah. yeah I don't have time to watch i'm twenty eight now I'm getting old. And um, it's time for me to chill out, you know. So, like, me, I'm just, now I just sit in the house and hang out. And she wants to go out and have a good time. and like she want to dr with her, her girls. They had a good time. Like, I would prefer to just be here. But if I say I prefer to be here, she gets mad at me. So, I got to start traveling and doing stuff, right? Like, today, we went to West Palm Beach to look at houses. You know, say, because I'm planning on buying a house next year or this year in The mid-year, well, not mid-year, or like during the season, I'm planning on buying a house. So we went there the whole day, we was looking at the house and stuff. But me, I don't really care for the house. I just care for the backyard in the kitchen. She she wants the she wants the whole house to look amazing. Like I am.
4: You don't have any specific demand, like you don't need anything in this new house. Like Isaiah needs this.
5: Yeah, I just
0: need, I like, I, I probably just need a comfy couch and a TV. That's about it. That's what we be yeah. at. Isaiah, I don't I think know. Got, well, that, uh, I know we've got, hilarious parenting. I'm up here drinking a beer with you while my kids are downstairs watching Bluey, so it's not that big of a deal.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it looks like, hey, listen, it looks like I'm going to be a great father. As <laughs> you said that, you know, so I don't drink or smoke, but if I got to play a couple video games or something, Leave them downstairs.
0: Two TVs pe- next to each other. That's the solution. You got your video games on one, they got their cartoons on the other. You're good to go.
5: Good to go. Now I, I, I'm getting these tips. I've been learning a lot of tips about babies these last few months. So I'm gonna put
4: that in my notes. No cocoa melon. Make no, sure you I'm just starving. you don't even introduce
0: no, it. Never get it back.
4: Yeah.
0: Go get no cocoa. <laughs> so I got a dog. I got a dog. No no nope, not the same <laughs> people that say that don't know what they're talking about i've had dogs i've had kids it's not the same thing
4: yeah we Dude, we used to easy. complain about eddie having to go to the bathroom at like 5 a.m it's like oh yeah those were the good old days
0: <laughs>
5: so like so i have a dog right and i feel like he's just like a kid because number one right he, he in the house he's not allowed to get on the couch every time we leave the house i look in the camera he's on the couch and then like we got I gotta get up early and we take them outside to pee and poop and then bring them out to eat them and then we gotta walk them at one o'clock and then bring them back at five, six, You feed them again. And it's just a back and forth thing. So I mean, I mean, I don't have to walk a kid. But maybe,
0: I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you think that's how that works? You just tell the kid they're not allowed on the couch and then they don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried to negotiate with a three-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> well oh, to be man. honest with a dog I his, just, his like, personal experience is easier talking to a dog.
5: It's easier to talk to a three-year-old than talk to a zero-year-old. So that's fine.
0: Mm.
4: You think you, know, so you I think. think well Yeah, Ella took a I tumble. Know, she like, had a Don Beebe like fall the other day. So it's uh So I,
5: yeah. I the thing is for me, like, like I don't get me wrong. I, I know this is gonna be like challenging and hard and tough, but like She's trying to plan for, like, the worst. I'm like, listen, I don't know what you think this is about, but, like, as soon as this kid comes, like, there's no planning ahead. I don't even know if you can plan ahead
4: for kids. Can you? Can you? No, it's survive in advance. You're right. You just, because you don't know what you don't know. You just go yeah, in like, yeah, like, at if first.
5: If the baby poops at one in the morning, like, what you was going to plan. Like, what's the plan for that? There ain't no plan. Like, you just got to get up and do it. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I don't know if they're... I don't know. I don't even know what other kids... Other things kids do. No, I mean, that's so
4: true. It's the best. No, it's the absolute best. And jacked for you. It's... Let us know, you know, when when it's officially official. Isaiah's going to be a dad. We're going to have little Isaiahs running around. I think I
5: want to have her piano a stick in a couple of hours. Um.
4: <laughs> so, Indi- so Indianapolis, Indianapolis. <laughs> no, you can say whatever you want on here. There's, I mean, there's, there's no rules, right? But just let, let it rip. No rules. Uh, yeah. The Colts, the Colts. How excited are you? Away
0: from that terrible comment. If you want, I'll save you on that one. I ran away from the kids today because I wanted to come up here and just say thank you for everything you did for the Bills and everything you put into being a Bill and being a member of the Buffalo community. And I know that you live in the space of like Instagram with freak shows that only care about their fantasy team. And, you know, you didn't, you know, you were supposed to be the slot God. Where's my 11 receptions like that New England game. And that's just, I, you know, I hope that you and, you know, other players don't think that that's all that's out there you know, you came to Buffalo when we weren't shit and you re-signed and you know, all of it was appreciated. And on top of that, you do the show with Ty. And I remember thinking before a couple of the shows, like after your Indianapolis fumble, I'm like, what the hell is he going to say at this episode? You know, and oh. you came out and talked about it. And I thought going into the first episode after 13 seconds, I'm like, what, how do you, how do you go on a podcast? And you know, this is going <laughs> to be the only thing. And you came and you handled it. So yeah, it's just, you know, I, I know that players probably don't hear that from social media and stuff a lot. So I ditched my kids so I could just come say thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Appreciate that. And congrats that you get to play your home games in a dome now. <laughs> I guess you're 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 a fan of domes, huh? <laughs> Not so much myself, but I know you are. Oh
5: uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. You know, it should be it should be fun. You know what I'm saying? And so far Indy's been Indy's been it's been it's been cool. You know, I haven't been around the city much or things like that, just in the in the building. It's been pretty cool. Exchange Titans are pretty good pretty good coach. You know, I got to get familiar with all the other coaches, Jim Bob and all those guys. But other than that, it's been pretty good so far past four weeks, three weeks.
0: You were tight with Zach Moss when he was a bill, right? You got to be psyched to get back with him.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I see
0: him every day. You know, Um, you
5: know, Zach is very like simple, you know, so it's like kind of hard to like talk smack or get to him. And plus he's having a kid. So his wife probably stressing him out and he got to come to me and I'm stressing him out so it's just like you know what I'm gonna just leave him be for right now so he has the kid you know but yeah I love Zach though Zach's cool Zach's awesome you know so
4: we'll see yeah Isaiah Hodgins was telling me there was that day last year where you three were kind of sitting around right and it's Zach's leaving and your buddy Isaiah was leaving and now now you're leaving um but it's gotta be good to have a familiar face like Dan said.
5: Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. But you know me, I, I kinda like, wherever I'm at, that's where I'm sticking. So if I gotta go in here and change the culture and the guys and make start making the guys hang out outside, that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the glue guy. You know, I'm the guy that's gonna be the extrovert. That's what you're saying, that's the word, right? Absolutely. I seen a bunch of nods. Nobody said nothing. <laughs>
4: yes, you're you're right. You're right. Hey, have you seen Anthony Richardson much? Like I don't know if you've been able to catch no, him. And, no, no, so
5: he, he comes, he comes uh this week coming up, next week. This week coming up, yeah. So yeah, I gotta talk to him and I gotta groom him like I groom Josh, you know. So you know that might be a I because I gotta start all over again. I was That's gonna kind say in his ear.
2: You got the a uh, bunch of parallels. You're going to a team. You're the veteran now. You've done this before. You went to a team with a brand new coach, with a rookie freak athlete quarterback. Oh. How are you gonna be talking to the other? You had a bunch of other. You got young wide receivers. I mean, Pittman's getting. He's almost close to you. But I mean, Alex Pierce and Josh Downs. Uh, how are you gonna talk to them as they're in the position that maybe you were? When you came to the Bills, um,
5: uh, to be honest, I think it starts with like the mind, and not in and it's so much not much not much of the physical just yet. Like, oh, how to run Ross. I feel like the mindset, you know, I want to bring to those guys, the young guys, even Pittman. You know, I think he's on the year four. He's going to year four actually, and I'm going to year seven. So I feel like it's more of a mindset. Like, look, listen. Like, we really got to be like a family if we want to win, you know? And I feel like that's, and that's how it was in Buffalo. And I want to bring that culture to Indy the best way I can. Like, we got to be a family. And it starts with, you know, being a family as receivers and then, you know, getting that out, weeding that out to everybody else in the locker room, linebacker, safeties, and whatnot. And I feel like for those young guys, like, they, They have an understanding, like, hey, okay, we're here to win. We're here to win, win the division, go to the playoffs, try to win the Super Bowl and things like that. But I feel like before all those steps, you got to be committed to one another. Like, okay, look, we're going to do this because this is what we're trying to get to. And I feel like that's how, like I said, that's how it was in Buffalo. Like, we're going to hang out outside the building. We're going to hang out in the locker room. We're going to make sure we're on time. We're going to make sure we're doing everything we can at practice and then get familiar with each other on top of that. So when it's go time, like nobody has no sour feeling because I don't cuss them out or they don't cuss me out or they have an understanding like, oh, he only, he's only saying this or only doing this because I'm doing something wrong or I can be better. And he knows I can be better, you know, like that's how I want to come to this, you know, the young guys. Like I want to like, look, listen. In order to win, like, in order for us to even win, we got to become a family. We got to become one. We got to understand each other. So, like, if I'm having, or if Josh Downs having a bad day, like, yo, why are you having a bad day? Listen, don't bring that to the football field right now. We can handle it. We talk about it afterwards or whatever. We need you at your best, at your peak mentally. So, physically, you can get the job done. And that's how it was. But, like I said, that's how it was. I can't, like, I can't not refer to Buffalo because that's how it was in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? I can can go to many a times where Gabe was having a bad week and, you know, we was in the receiver room and Chad Hall said something about it, like in front of all the receivers. And Gabe didn't look at it, oh, like, why are you putting my business out there? He looked at it and said, okay, I got to get out of this funk because everybody around me needs me, you know? And... That's just one. I can go many. I can go, but I can say it about me. I can say it about Steph. I can say it about Jake Kumar. I can say it about Isaiah Hodgins. I can say it even about Chad. Like, we all had our moments where it was like, okay, well, something mentally is going on and physically you're not there. And we need you to be there. And I feel like that's where it starts. That's where it starts before any practice field, any film. It starts with the mental and us becoming a family as a receiver group and then getting it out to. Everybody in the locker room, like, hey, we got to stick together. So when we step on this field, and I curse you out, you know why I'm cursing you out? Because I know you can be better. You know what I'm saying? And I know you. We have an understanding, like you shouldn't bring anything negative to this football field.
4: Thank I love that. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, you guys had those relationships in that room where I feel like it's not like that on every team where you can be real and raw and in your face and fix. The shit that needs to be fixed
7: yeah it's, it is
5: you think because you got some rooms you got guys with egos you got guys that they don't put their products to the side they wouldn't and i like i said i can't stop referring to buffalo but in buffalo everybody put their products to the side when they walked in the door everybody put their egos down like hey nobody's bigger than hey, you know who the guys are on the team you know steph Vaughn, josh like those are the guys and they didn't even act like that they ain't act like they were the guy they just came in like you felt their presence. You know, they're going to dress how they dress. But, like, there was never any, like, oh, I'm, I get paid more than you, so I'm not doing this, or I'm not saying this, I'm not listening to you. And, like, there, there was none of that. It was more like, okay, we we in this together. Like, no matter how much we get paid, I'm we trying to win. I don't give a damn how much money I got. We trying to win. And it was understood. So that's why it worked out. You know, and other te- like you said, on other teams, it's not like that. You got you got you got this guy over here. Think he should be playing over this guy. You got this guy over here showing up late. You got this guy over here. He he comfortable because he already got the money. You got the coach. He only coaching a certain amount of guys. You know, it's it's all type of stuff that be going on in locker rooms. And I'm lucky enough to be a part of that locker room for a, a couple of years. And that was that was that was really something I took from Buffalo and much more. And I want to bring to this team, you know, and the young guys, and even in the locker room. Down
4: those lines, though, I say, is there? I mean, should we read into Stefan Diggs' stuff this offseason at all? The tweets, and no, he, he, he seemed pretty that unhappy that. after the game. Is is he just kind of messing with people, or is is he genuinely a little upset about something?
5: That's just out there speaking his mind, and like you just gotta let—he's a free bird. You just gotta let him talk, like just let him, like ramble. You know, like, it's Steph. Like, I will say this. I will say this, right? With Steph, like, I respect Steph. I got to, you got to, you got to respect Steph because when he steps in between those lines, it's not like he, it's not like he's not doing his job. He's doing his job and he's, whatever he's saying, that's what he's doing, right? And, you know, but when it comes to, like, tweets and him talking and him yelling or Josh or, or whatever, coach, whatever it may be, it's just Steph trying to get it out.
3: He's just getting it out. You know, like, it's just like, you know, my my fiance told me this. Well, Kimberly told me
5: this. She was like, sometimes I just want you to just listen. I'm just talking. I don't even want you to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's how you got to treat Steph. Like, you got to just let him talk. Right? And then, like, but I will say, we in Buffalo, we let him talk. But we also say, hey, look, look, you can't say that because this, you can We will also not let him talk too much. Like, look, you can't be saying that because, bro, I've seen you do this and they did this. It's like we correct him on some things. But for the most part, like, he's, all, he's 80, 90% of the time, he's probably right. The Other 10%, he could probably be tripping. Right, and that's where you got to stop him right there. Hey, look, we can, we not letting you say this. We are not letting you do this. We are not letting you. know. we can't even allow that. No, you can't do that. And he listens. You know I'm mean? saying he's like he said. And sometimes maybe I'm tripping. You know what? Maybe I'm tripping. you right. you right. And that's what you got to respect. Like he going like maybe he talking. He talking a lot of smack But he will listen if it's like if if he if he feel like he tripping and you correct him on it, he'll listen. You know I'm mean? saying, but that's the part you gotta respect like he gonna listen to you but most of the time he's right you know the
4: guy because, knows what he's doing because sometimes like the modern athlete if you don't really have leverage with the contract or you, you want more money or you want your role to change or you're unhappy this is kind of what guys do right they kind of get cryptic on twitter drop some emojis drop some passive aggressive one-liners Maybe yeah. say this on a podcast. I don't know. So it's like, is is it Steph being Steph, or is he genuinely genuinely pissed about something? Because he it's, it's, you, you talked to him after that game, he was pretty unhappy. Is this Steph being Steph?
3: To be honest,
4: you know, because like
5: Steph tweets a lot of things, like the randomest things. And You see me under there, like nobody cares. Like I mean it's like, he just tweets like maybe he's indirectly, directly saying something. But it's just like, like it ain't that big of a deal. I promise you. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it's not that big of a deal. Now you would know if it's a big of a, like a big deal. Like, like if it's just like, cause he'll be straightforward. Like he ain't got no problem with being straightforward. Like once you hear him say it out of his mouth, okay, he means it. But if he tweeting and caption on Instagram, blah blah blah, like maybe direct, indirectly trying to hit at something, but, you know, like, or keeping people on their toes. But but if Steph, let's say he goes on, like, a show like Undisputed House Athletes or whatever, you know, and, and says it, oh, hey, he said it. But if he just tweeted or uh, trying to get something out, just let him get it out, you know, just let him get it out. He's, Steph ain't hurting nobody, you know. He's just he's just talking, and but like I said, you got to respect it because when he get on that field, he's going to ball out. He may curse a couple people out, but hey, that comes with the territory, you know.
4: I kind of like that he was pissed off too. I mean, it's probably a that's probably a good emotion to have after that game, after another playoff loss, to be pissed off.
5: He's a competitor, and I, I, like I said, you got to respect him for it. He's a competitor, you know. But he's never gonna be that guy, that cancer, you know. And I feel like he's grown into that because when he first got to Buffalo. Man, he was a little we didn't know him. you know he, we didn't really know him. You gotta really get to know the guy, but he did perform well, so you know, like you gotta you gotta put up with it until you get to know him. and then once I, once I got to know him the last three years, you know, great guy, great athlete, saying doesn't he has a he has a he has a, he has a big heart, you know, like, good person, solid, very solid. You know I'm saying, but if he says something, he's saying it because he that's all that's how he feels. But if he's just indirectly, directly saying something, he kind of just like I don't know. Yeah,
4: he's yeah. Just, just being, I mean, your your fiance put it best, right? Sometimes people just need to vent and rant and say a lot, get it out there, get it off your chest. And there's exactly. nothing nothing needs to be said back. That, that, exactly. that may be the perfect way to put it.
5: Yeah, I had to learn that the hard way, you know. I started trying to find solutions and
3: say, look, I understand. She's like, no, you don't understand. I'm like, damn. I was like, damn, what do you mean? I'm trying to help. Just shut up and listen. Like, whoa. Damn. Okay, I'm just listen then. If I don't say nothing, don't say nothing.
4: <laughs> you, so yeah. I, is, is that that's where you just you just leave the, the that maybe that's yeah, what you're talking about when you just leave the room to play your video games. You know,
5: and... you, know, you know, when she catch me, like she's good at timing, right? She catches
4: me when I'm driving, so I can't just get out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're stationary, you're you're locked in. That's that's so I'm true.
7: Driving. I'm driving, she talking about
5: she said. Are you listening? Yes. What did I say? Da-da-da-da. Okay. Uh do I say something or not? Are you serious, Isaiah? I'm like, fuck, I jump out this car right now. But I can't.
7: <laughs> so I can't really uh, leave
5: the room. And then I got like a Corvette. So like I'm right here. We're like right here together. You know, it's like
4: <laughs> nowhere to go, nowhere to hide. Yeah.
5: To, she gets me in the car because you know if she do this in the house, right. I'm gone. Peace. I'm going upstairs.
4: <laughs> oh man. It's uh Gonna be fun. I feel like we've been able to follow your love story from 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 step one to today, which has been incredible. From your pursuit, yeah. that might have been one of my favorite episodes when you relived how you won her heart. That was amazing.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have more. I feel like we should do more episodes. Like we should call it the Happy Hour and make our new make a new thing instead of the Isaiah McKenzie Show. We call it like the Happy Hour or something like that or something You know what I'm saying? Get a yeah. couple. You know, try to figure it out. You know, go long happy hour, however you want to put it. And then you know, just I know it'll be a most mostly Bills Mafia, which I don't mind. I'm saying get a couple of indie folks in here, get a couple of arguments going.
4: <laughs> oh, we get we can get some Colts fans in here, and, and I'm sure the Bills fans will be they'll still be filling up the happiest. Let's let's do it. You just beat me to the punch, Isaiah. Let's make it happen right now. Announce it. Whatever you want to do, the floor will be yours. Anything you want. We'll have to find a sponsor because we can't do it in misters. Yeah, yeah, we
5: can't do the misters unless I like
4: fly down after the game. <laughs> <No, laughs> don't know,
5: you know. But um, it's not that long of a flight, to be honest. You know, so I could probably do that. But that would be that would be that would be kind of messed up, right? Like I'm in Indy, and then like we go we go play a game, and I go the next day. and We talk about like the bills or something. <laughs>
4: I mean, you know what, though? Honestly, uh, Dan put it best. Like, I I can't say it enough. Like, You helped just explain real pro football to everybody. Like, how this game really works. Like, it's you've always been so real, so authentic. I think so many fans just kind of roll their eyes at press conferences and, you know, and when guys are just kind of spewing cliches. I, I get it. The game. Guys don't. Want to be themselves because they want to protect brands and whatnot, but you you've yeah. always give people like the real of what it's like in a locker and what it's like through the ups, the downs, everything. So it's so incredibly appreciate appreciated, Isaiah. I mean, I loved every every second we got to hang out.
3: Appreciate that, brother. Really appreciate it. We'll hang out more. You know what I'm saying? Um when when is Buffalo's by week? I'm
5: not sure. I might have to go. I might have to, week
0: 13.
5: I'm definitely going. No, I can't go. I'm tripping. Oh, I can't because our will week is week eleven. So I'm gonna go to Buffalo, sit in the front row and watch the Bills.
4: I like it. I mean that it could be a lot of fun. Maybe and then maybe, when you know when something bad happens, you can just kind of say, "Hey, remember me? I, I could have helped <laughs>
2: you out there." Yeah, Fitzpatrick out there, shirt off. You know, same way. Yeah, I, you're right. That's probably what we're gonna <laughs> see.
7: Yeah.
5: As a player, well, besides Steph, like, I don't really think a player has like gone to another person's game. Has, 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 you know, I don't, probably, maybe. You know what? You have, yeah, you know, like in season, you know. I don't
2: think that's – Usually family members and stuff, but they're usually in a box somewhere, you know, out of, out yeah, of sight, know, I'm, so
5: I'm, I'm, I want sideline passes. I want to be on the sideline when y'all warming up. And I want to be in the front row of the game. I might I might go to the Dolphins game too, just just to, just to go look, you know. <laughs> just be a fan, just be a fan for the day, and then go back to Indy.
4: I remember uh, Rex Ryan took the whole coaching staff down to the Indians World Series game in the middle of a week before you got here. <laughs> that that didn't make players very happy. Oh yeah, this this game's so important. We're just gonna go watch the Cleveland Indians in the World Series. So see ya. <laughs> No, man. Awesome. Well, Isaiah, you are a legend. Thank you so much for everything. And and honestly, really, let's keep this going if you want because I think people love hearing anything you have to say all the time.
5: Appreciate. We yeah, we're gonna keep it going. We gotta figure it. We we're gonna we we're gonna figure it out and um, we're gonna get it rolling. I'm saying, be the next Pat
4: McAfee show. <laughs> <laughs> better. We'll make we'll make it better than than McAfee and Rogers. We'll we'll we'll, we'll yeah. take it up a notch.
5: <laughs> we can make it better we definitely can make it better you know
4: what i'm saying now i'm in india i gotta like you know promote that <laughs> <laughs> exactly awesome well hey everybody thanks for hanging out this is awesome we'll, we'll throw it up on the uh, on the site on the podcast all that good stuff and uh, isaiah man don't be a stranger and send our best to your beautiful fiance she she took a lot of heat on this episode but everybody needs to know yeah. that she is awesome yes yeah,
5: she is you, awesome she is awesome well, you got
2: you got to plan a uh uh the the birth reveal, the gender reveal of the baby. You got you got to step it up. I don't know how I'm going to beat that one.
5: I don't know how I'm going to beat that one, but I mean, I I I don't even know if I have any ideas because to be honest, I have to be honest, like I didn't even know I was going to be able to do that. Like that was just like strictly like Faith in the man upstairs because I, I had no idea I was going to score nothing. So I'm like, damn, it's going
3: to be tough. So,
0: did you tell anyone on the
3: team that you're going to do that? Like, did you let Josh know? Like, hey, no, I'm to? Gonna- Nobody knew.
5: I, I said it in 8 May, May. I said it in May, but I forgot about it all the way up until the Rams game. I got reminded during the week of the Rams game. Hey, don't forget, you got to. Okay, I remember now. All right. And then I did it, but I didn't tell nobody on the team. Everybody on the team thought I was like, they was like, what are you saying in the camera? Like when we got on the plane? Like, what are you saying in the camera? What are you saying? That's so stupid, They gave me the whole, you know, picking on Isaiah deal. And then the next day, woke up the next morning, viral moment. Now everybody's like, oh, that was cool, that was awesome. I was like, no, no. You thought it was stupid at first, remember? I'm a dumbass, remember that? <laughs> no, nah, but it was cool though. Everybody thought it was cool. But on that plane ride, I did get some heat. It's like, what are you saying in the camera? Are you serious? Are you having a baby? Then why do you say it? I'm like, all right. I say, give it time, bro. Give it time. So. That's
4: good. Yeah, now that it's your uh, gender reveal, now you can get really creative. Like, now you're a seasoned vet, you can think of something very elaborate.
5: I don't even know, to be honest. I can't even. I don't. Even, I don't know how I'm
3: gonna top that. I don't even. I can't. Yeah. Now it would it, be crazy if I could do it again, though.
4: It's a girl. I mean, you, you you can get creative. Remember how you how you won over your fiance's heart? It was at the strip club when you 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 professed your love on the uh, the signage there somewhere, right? So it's. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll think of something.
5: Bunch of strippers around. Yep, yep. That's very, very appropriate. Yep.
4: Yeah, definitely. That's that's where love is in the air, right? That's where genuine love is in the air, right? Right inside that strip club.
5: Is <laughs> it I don't know. I don't know. I gotta see. I gotta see. I gotta see where I would want to do that. I don't know. Maybe a gender reveal. Maybe a gender reveal in the strip club. Maybe.
6: Uh, Sam Horn like pulled a cell phone out of the the pylon once when we scored a td you could like oh yeah joe horn blue or pink you know like a something out of the
5: a... hey it might not be a bad idea this might not be a bad idea you might be on to something so i would have to put like
6: you, you'd get fined but but it'd be worth it
5: yeah i'd be like a pink rag and a blue rag yeah it might be
6: not might not be bad or pull it out of your shoulder pad or something
4: well, we'll get Stevie Johnson on one of these and maybe you guys can brainstorm together because <laughs> yeah. I mean he was why so serious. He was ahead of his time with a lot of this stuff. Yeah,
5: yeah. And I'll tell you this, Stevie Johnson was ahead of his time with running routes too. Because a lot of guys that are running routes right now, when they run routes, he was running that way before. Like
4: it's so true, man. He, he was talking about that. Nobody was doing what he did before him. Like just know, kind of creating on the fly, just creating space, all of that.
5: Yeah, because to be honest, I'll tell you this, to be honest,
3: right? I had no idea who Stevie Johnson was. <clears throat> so, because I wasn't like a Bills fan, I wasn't like, and, and Bills don't get that much media attention. When, when I was growing up,
5: Bills, I don't know if Bills were getting that much attention, because I was always, I was a Panthers fan. I used to always watch the Panthers. Um, as I got older, like, I didn't really watch the Bills, right? But when I was in Buffalo, I started like you know getting familiar with everybody, you know the legends and all those things and stuff like that. And Stevie Johnson, uh, I never met him in person, but I googled him one time. You no, know, I actually like seen him on somewhere, and I'm like Buffalo Bills 13, and like I seen like a couple highlights. I'm like, you know, like in the film looks old. I'm like, who is this? So I, I looked at it like Stevie Johnson played for the Bills. I'm like. I'm like damn, he was doing this before. Dudes were even thinking about doing this. Like he was, he, he was, the releases, like everything. I'm like, damn. And I think Keenan Allen, I think Keenan Allen, he taught Keenan Allen actually a move and when he was with the Chargers. And I think Keenan Allen said that. But he was nice. Steven Johnson was real nice. Very nice, like
4: real good. So what is that exactly? As a wide receiver, who you know, and when you're studying him and when you're watching Stevie Johnson, is it a matter of like for ages, receivers are running the route tree one through nine? Like you've got a specific route, and then he just kind of looked at it. I've got to get to this spot on the field, and however I get there, I'm just gonna get there my own Allen Iverson ish way. What 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 does it look like to you as a receiver?
5: To be honest, it's more of the release. The release is how you. Know your route is going to be real good. This is going to be icy, right? So, like the release, it starts. With, everything starts with the release, right? And when I watch TV Johnson and like, if you see other guys that are that are open or whatnot, it started with the release. You know what I'm saying either it starts with the release or they get open at the at the top of the route, right? But when I watched Stevie Johnson, it was more of like the release, bam, bam, I'm out, and Whatever spot I gotta get, because once you get the release and the guys over here, over there, it clears up for the route. This is, it's gonna be a long day for the DB if mm-hmm. if you clear it up for your route. So if you got a curl, you give him a release, and let's say he jumps either way. Oh man, he's in trouble. You know, but it starts with the release, though. You know, um, with him. But yeah, like I said, with him, it started with the release, and that's what I've seen, and a lot of guys. A lot of a lot of a lot of guys nowadays, that's what they work on a lot.
3: Releases, 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 top of the route, releases, top of the route. What's wrong web What happened? Huh? She's here. She's here. What happened? You wanna come in and say hi? Come on in. She can't she can't be away for
5: too long. I can't
4: be away for too long.
5: Things start happening.
4: All right. But anyway, yeah. It's that, that, that's what you're doing now, right? You're just, you're just stalling, right? You're just you, you like you like cutting away and you're just kind of uh, filibustering on this show. But <laughs> I mean, no. It's all right. Hey, we can talk as
5: long as you as you need to, Isaiah. No, I actually gotta go in a couple minutes because she's about to get real crazy in a minute. You know, like one of the little kids, you know. Uh, But no, like I
4: was saying, it starts with the release, though.
5: And then the top of the route. But he was good. He
4: was very good with the release. So people weren't really working on releases to that extent, pre-Stevie? I don't think so. I don't think.
3: not, Not as it is now. Like, now, you got, like, all type of trainers for...
5: Releases, routes, moves, whatever you want your body to do, they got it nowadays. Like uh, whatever, right? And I, I don't know if Stevie Johnson even had a trainer for that. He just kind of like had it, you know, like had had the moves and basketball type deal.
6: Yeah, basketball. He said basketball. He said yeah, basketball. like he was.
5: You know And it really works. So now everybody nowadays, this era is just. Using like basketball terminology, the way you move in basketball, you move in football. Like now, it's getting, but I don't think nobody was doing it like Stevie Johnson was doing it at all.
4: Love it. I mean, some of the, like, look at Patrick Mahomes when he did to the quarterback position. I guess he's extreme, but he's really blending sports but, together.
3: What? 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 I. But I tell I tell you this, right? Hello. Okay. Yep, yep, we got you. But who was before him? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron
2: Rodgers was throwing his. It was like a that. little different because before him there was a uh, you were allowed a little bit more contact. There was a little bit more DB contact back there and, and running the field. So the release I think wasn't as important as it is in today's game, where it's you got five yards and then your hands off.
3: For sure. For sure. For sure. Right. But um <clears throat> no, you said what did you say, Patrick Mahomes?
4: Yeah, you're so you're saying that Rogers was doing the stuff Mahomes is known now, for not, before. Pat, I, I don't I don't know. I mean Patrick, Patrick Mahomes,
3: Mahomes is
5: Patrick Mahomes' arms is is crazy. Like real crazy. He got the real wigglies, you know, like he can throw it. But, like, you know how everybody was, you know, growing up, like, back then, I'm saying back then, like, I'm old as hell. But back then, it was, like, over-the-shoulder type quarterbacks. Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers had that little, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, side tilt. Like, it wasn't as extreme as it is now because back Mahomes done, like, opened it up. Now everybody's throwing side on him, blah, 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 you know? But, like. Aaron Rodgers, like, look at him. You know saying, and then even the no looks and all that, like Matthew Stafford, t- darts. Like them, them two guys right there got they got the arm talent. Like they can do every which way. But Patrick Mahomes does it often, like very, like he, he almost mid air throwing it sideways, like. I can see why everybody, you know, say Patrick Mahomes and I, his arm is real re, ridiculous. I love it, but like Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford, they were doing that too, not 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 as extreme, but you know, but
4: it's <clears> dangerous <throat> too because I feel like teams are looking for the next Mahomes. It like they see Zach Wilson at BYU throwing at these crazy arm angles, and it's like, oh, let's exactly. let's give this a whirl. Second overall, no, no, you probably shouldn't. Cause now you're now you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers at 39 years old.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's hard to find, you know. with a, a guy that can do that consistently, like Patrick Mahomes. So don't get me wrong, Josh has that talent too, you know. But Josh sticks to his, uh, you know, stick to his way of throwing the ball, you know. But it's gonna be kind of hard to find a guy like Mahomes, Josh, Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. You know, it's gonna be hard to find guys like that now. You know, because all the quarterbacks nowadays are like five nine. You know, yeah.
3: <laughs>
5: Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud was six
3: foot six one. Yeah, I think so. Six two, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna see uh, uh, Bryce Young throwing side arms. There's, No.
5: Nah. No, nah. But you know, really, you know, not really. But you know, another guy that can throw the ball very small. Kyler Murray.
3: He can sling it. Like very kind, of a,
4: kind of a mess down there in Arizona, though. I mean,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. He's working off that ACL too. It's kind of a shame, man. It's I'm with you. I was I was all in on Kyler Murray this time last year. Like, I was actually, absolutely I to, have to pay him.
5: I used to. Say, I used to because uh, at, at one point, uh, was that, that wasn't last year? Was it last year that the first five games they were balling? What was it? Two years ago.
3: Two years was, ago. Yep.
5: Two years ago, and I was and I was for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, and Steph was like, bro, get off of him. Get off of him, because they're going to start losing eventually. But they were balling. Kyler Murray was balling at the time. And then, like, it just went downhill. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I was wrong. <laughs> but, like, Steph, I used to tell Steph, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. And he wasn't – he. not that he wasn't sold. It was more of, like, you think he going – you know, he think he's going to go to the playoffs and go to Super Bowl. I was
3: like, he's looking good right now. And then they didn't go. He lost in the first round to the round. So, okay.
4: Well, should we let you go, Isaiah? Should we let yeah, you get yeah, back because, to life?
5: Because you're about to get real crazy. you going to come here. What are you doing? you wasting all this time. Blah, blah. And then you guys don't have to hear it. I got to hear it, right?
4: Well let let her know that this is gonna be a regular occurrence very soon. So b- b- baby or no baby, this is this is happening in 2023.
5: Don't let there be a baby. She's gonna bust through the room. Hey, hang up right now. How's she gonna tell me?
4: Well, I think that maybe we do it while you're in the middle of the baby madness, right? It could be a fatherhood slash football show. During
5: during the birth.
4: Well, you so you want to live stream the birth? I I figured we'd probably go extreme with it, but
3: happy hour in the hospital. I already, I can see it now. I can see it now. Happy
5: hour, baby's birth. I'm gonna turn the camera. I'm gonna turn the camera, and we're gonna watch the birth. I'm gonna grab the baby. Everybody's gonna be chair with the beer in their hand because it's gonna be more than six people when we start doing this off like often, right? It's gonna be like a hundred. Oh yeah. And then I'm gonna turn the camera. We're all going to look at the baby's birth. We all will say push on three push. And
3: you know.
1: Isaiah, <laughs> you you is, Isaiah, can you hear me? This is Amy Redman. Thank yes. you so much for doing this. I just <laughs> wanted to give you a little advice. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> I'm Happy so wedding. glad we have Amy out here. We need,
2: we, we need
5: your perspective. <laughs>
1: happy wife happy life isaiah remember those words (laughs)
5: yeah yeah you know what i I learned that too
1: i learned that one too (laughs) thank you so much for being uh entertainment and insight all your insight we really appreciate you i just i have a quick question if you don't mind i was just wondering i live in florida too um, from sarasota and um i what i miss most about buffalo is the people and i was wondering. What you'll miss most about Buffalo. Um
5: to be honest, the whole, the whole deal. The locker room, the nights out, the people for sure. You know, and just it felt like home. You know, it felt like a second home, you know, and I didn't mind at all being in Buffalo. Like a lot of people would, you know, dread Buffalo, to be honest. A lot of people would dread Buffalo, but I didn't dread it not one bit. Like it felt like home to me. Like the weather was a little, eh, I wouldn't say a little, yeah. eh. it, was, it was eh. A lot, but like, yeah. but I still loved it. You know, it, yeah. it was very homey, very welcoming, and it was it was it was pretty awesome. Five years being in Buffalo, so I'm gonna say people, locker room players, you know, especially, especially the stadium atmosphere. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for everything you've done for the city, and thank you for continuing to do this. That's really great of you. No problem. Thank you. Okay. Okay.
5: All right, Tyler, listen, I'm out because she's on the phone. I think she was on the phone with the cops. So, you know, you know,
4: you know how this goes.
5: Isaiah hey. McKenzie did something. No, I did not.
4: Well, you could do what you did at what age nine or 10 when the prank you pulled on your grandmother just, just pretend you're dead. And then when the cops and everybody show up, you just kind of rise from the dead. So, you can always, you always got that one in the back pocket.
5: Always got in the go backpack. I can't
4: wait to use it again. No, that was awesome, Isaiah. Thanks so much, man. We'll we'll, we'll see you soon. Talk Thanks. to you soon. And everybody who popped on. This was great. Thank you so much for all the awesome questions. Appreciate y'all. Yeah,
1: Thank
5: you, Thank you Isaiah.
4: Appreciate it. Yeah.